Welcome to Unleashing the Champion Within with your host, Cindy Stewart. Our goal is to connect you with your best and help you live your dream and experience your passion. Each week, we'll bring you an inspiring message and give you the tools to help you release the champion within. Welcome to episode 33 of Unleashing the Champion Within. And today, we're going to talk about training yourself to rest. Now, what do you think about that? Do you think you need training to rest? Well, I'm going to tell you, you do. It's like anything else you want to excel in. You have to set yourself a schedule to rest. You have to practice resting. And most of us don't get enough rest. So when I'm writing this, it's Saturday morning, which would normally be my day of rest and relaxation. But I'm writing my weekly Unleashing the Champion Within podcast and blog and getting ready for recording. And I realized since the first year, I have not diligently trained as I usually do to rest and relax. I used to have one full day that I would be off and have nothing else on my schedule. But the year's been so crazy, I haven't really had that luxury. How about you? How has your year shaped up as far as your ability to rest? Well, I'm going to give you some information uh, that will just kind of open your eyes, not only why we should rest and what happens when we don't rest. Sarah Green Carmichael wrote, regardless of our reason for working long hours, overwork does not help us. In her article for Harvard Business Review, she lists a multitude of negative reasons and negative effects from working long hours, from stress, health issues, high health insurance. They found that People who work long hours actually have an increased usage of their health insurance benefits because they're so stressed out and it creates sickness in them and it just causes them to miss work and they're less effective with interpersonal communications. And that's a, that's a huge dynamic when you work with people. If you're tired, you're not hearing clearly what they say, you're not communicating clearly back to them, and it causes not only miscommunication, but tension and, and uh, brokenness in, in work relationships. The other thing is, is they have found that overall performance goes way down when you don't get enough rest. And I know that each of us have experienced the negative effects of working too hard and not resting enough. I know I have. And I do. I reach like a crash point where I just, I can't do anything. I have to go lay down. Uh, And I'll tell you what happened to me about 15 years ago. I was having problems with blurry vision in my right eye and nobody could figure it out. I went to my eye doctor and they were like, you're going to have to go to your medical doctor because it's not an eye problem. I'm like, really? So I went to my medical doctor and they ran tests for lupus, for uh, multiple sclerosis. I mean, they ran all kinds of tests. Um, from They even did a bone density test for my eye. I'm like, okay, a colonoscopy. I had it all. And she said, well, there's nothing wrong with you physically. You're going to have to go to another doctor, to an eye specialist. And one of my friends had a friend who was a retina specialist, and so I went to him. And uh, it was so funny. He asked me, he said, are you a lawyer or are you an attorney? And I said, oh, I'm I'm not either one of them. He goes, well, I usually only see this condition in people with high stress jobs. And uh, he said, the problem with your eye is stress-related. And uh, he went through the whole thing. But my visual 
obstruction, me not being able to see clearly out of my right eye was totally stress-related. That really got my attention. So I'm going to give you 10 top reasons for resting, and they've come from all over. Florida Hospital listed some of them. Uh, some of them was from Huffington Post, but you can, I'm telling you, it makes a difference. If you get enough rest, number one, your stress reduces incredibly. I have not had a problem like that since I realized I've got to take better care of me. And one of the things I found out through that whole process was I tend to internalize stress instead of talking about it or praying through it. So those were one of the disciplines that I put into place. Number two, when you rest, it gives your body time to go for a walk, to exercise, to do other things besides sit behind a desk and work. When you rest, number three, it lowers your stroke risk by 25 cent, 25% and the risk of heart disease is significantly lowered because your body needs that rest. Number four, it boosts your immune system. It adds years to your life. Number five, Number six, it makes you more creative. And I know for me, when I'm doing my writing, I really have to rest because if I'm tired, my brain just can't put sentences together. I can have momentary thoughts, but trying to capture it on paper is really too hard for me. It makes you more focused, number seven. It improves your short-term memory when you're rested. It helps you maintain a healthy weight, number nine. And number 10, it increases your capacity to make clear, good decisions. So those are the reasons to rest. And we heard about the reasons uh, of how no rest affects us. So let me just ask you, have you really trained yourself to rest ever? I'd love to hear some feedback on that. I'm going to teach you a couple things, just quick little things that you can do to train yourself to rest. You know, if you were going to run a marathon, you weren't going to, you're not going to get up the next day and go run a marathon. You're going to train yourself to run. Sometimes you have to train yourself to step back. The first thing I've learned is you have to schedule rest. And that may sound ridiculous, but I do schedule rest. Like this weekend, I scheduled time for me to rest. And it, it's pretty bad when you have to pencil in taking a nap. But my days off are usually Friday and Saturday. And so I schedule my time that way. Now, like this past Friday, I spent the morning playing tennis. I play in the competitive tennis league. And then spent the rest of the day doing what I enjoy. I hung out with my daughter and spent the evening with my husband. But I scheduled that on my calendar. Saturday, usually I'll work a few hours in the morning and then the rest of the day, me and my husband try to hang out. But I want you to think about something. When your day off, then you need to schedule what you want to do, whether it's taking a nap, watching a movie. And if you're going to schedule a nap, how long do you want to sleep? An hour, hour and a half? My girlfriend thinks 20 minutes is long enough. I think an hour and a half is long enough. So wherever your uh, comfort is that you really get rested, you have to pencil it in. Maybe taking a bike ride or trying a new restaurant, whatever you do to rest and enjoy, then put it on your calendar to make sure it gets done. So that's the first thing. You need to schedule rest. The second thing is you need to train your mind to rest. And the way I train my mind to rest is, like I mentioned earlier, it's like training for a marathon. It takes a little discipline. 
you can use the power of choice to keep you on track. And the, and the great thing about this is, is that when you decide in advance what you're willing to allow during your day of rest, then it helps you to be able to choose something when it comes your way. If something work-related comes your way on your day of rest, then you can choose to put it on your calendar for the next day. Very few of us have urgent work places where we're going to get calls during the day saying, you know, this needs to happen or that needs to happen. Most of it can wait till the next day. My recommendation is to keep all the thoughts and actions that interfere with your rest by deciding what you're going to do on your rest day and what needs to happen the day before it and the day after it to make sure it doesn't interfere. So I was telling you a little bit about my past week and I do advanced planning. For example, Friday was my day off, which was yesterday. So I played tennis, went to the mall with my daughter, had dinner, and spent the evening with my husband. Now, I knew Saturday I was going to have to work, and I knew what I was going to have to get done. So what I went ahead and did on Friday morning before I did anything else is I scheduled how my Saturday was going to look. That way on Friday, I didn't worry about what time I was going to do something or or if I was going to get something done because I'd already scheduled it. And when you schedule it, it frees your mind from being occupied by it. So Saturday morning on my calendar, I wrote prayer time, how much time I was going to spend in prayer and reading and talking to God, then how much time I was going to spend writing my blog slash podcast, how much time I was going to allow myself to go for a run because I love to go for a run on Saturday mornings. Usually my run's a little longer on Saturdays. And then when the re- when the remainder of my free day was going to start, that was going to start my day of rest. And I just scheduled it out in advance so I knew what needed to be done. I knew the timing it would take to get it done. And I knew that because I had scheduled it, it would get done. And, you know, the nice thing about really scheduling things is it keeps your mind from churning the same thoughts over and over on your day off. How can you rest when you're thinking about what am I going to write? When am I going to write it? Am I going to have time to go for a run or the things that are important to you? When you take that time to schedule in advance, then you know exactly how you're going to get it done and when you're going to get it done. So that's the second thing. The first thing was schedule rest. The second thing was train your mind to rest. And lastly, number three, is give yourself permission to rest. You know, one of the things you have to decide is I'm going to rest and I'm going to plan to rest and nothing's going to interfere with the plan I have of enjoying myself. And I'm giving myself permission to really enjoy and kick back. Unhealthy self-talk like, I should be doing this. I feel so lazy not tackling the sales report. The laundry's piling up. If I just spent a a couple hours going through the laundry. Unhealthy self-talk has to be eliminated. You cannot rest when there's dialogue like that running through your head. There's no guilt allowed in resting. Because when you have guilt about resting, then you're not really resting. You're creating your own stress, trying to force yourself to rest. And, and you know, that's one thing that I, in my experience, I've found is, is hard for people. 
Uh, even my girlfriend was talking about it the other day. She said, you know, I was trying to rest, and she, she's the one who gave me this thought about feeling guilty. She said, I felt so guilty because there were things that needed to be done. And she said it wasn't like they had to be done. It wasn't like it was an emergency. Her husband was out of town, so she had a little bit more free time. But she just felt like if she didn't get it done, then uh, she was just feeling guilty about it, feeling lazy, like she could be more productive. And it just took her a little bit that day to really step back and say, you know what, it's okay to rest a little bit. Because when we push, 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 then the physical, the emotional, the mental stresses happen to our body. When we take a deep breath and really schedule what we need to do and when we want to do it, and schedule in free time, schedule in work time, then it allows our body to be relaxed and because we know that we have a plan to accomplish what we want to accomplish, including rest, including going on a date night. Uh, the other night, it was Wednesday, and this is very unusual for us, but about 3 o'clock, my husband and I both work out of the house, and about 3 o'clock, I walked in, and I said, what are you doing this afternoon? He goes, well, I'm working. And I said, well, let's go to the movies. I said, there's a movie playing at 4.45, and let's just skip out a little early and go to the movie. And by, I think, 3, it started at 4.45. So by 3.45, we were done, cleaned off our desk, and we planned what we were going to do tomorrow, but we took the rest of the evening off. We went to the movie. We came home and cooked a nice meal. We just made a choice to rest. And uh, like I always tell my kids, nobody died, nobody got hurt, and everything was fine. And the next morning, we woke up even more refreshed. So no guilt allowed. Remember, re, re, you're not allowed to beat yourself up because you've decided to sit on the couch and read a book or go for a walk or even take a nap. There's no guilt involved in that. So really, my challenge is you, it, to you this week is to review your upcoming schedule and follow these steps, proven steps, to ensure that you get your rest and it, you're successful at it. It's funny to think about being successful at rest, but schedule your rest. Look at your calendar and see where you can block times. And if you can block a whole day, that would be incredible. But if you can't, start small. You know, block out two hours or four hours and go ahead and schedule that rest. And then step two, train your mind to rest. Schedule your rest and then schedule the other things you need to do outside of that rest time. And you'll know, okay, when I get done resting or going for a bike ride or going to the movies, then I'm able to do this or I'm able to take care of the sales report or do the laundry or whatever it is you need to do, go to the grocery store. And then lastly, once you schedule, I want you to write across there, no guilt allowed. You cannot feel guilty for relaxing and enjoying your life. You cannot feel guilty for setting the busy stuff aside for just a few hours so you can decompress, you can enjoy and do what you want to do. So find time in your schedule to rest. And I want to share a little experience in closing that I had. And I just want to um, just encourage you in this. So Saturday morning, you know, I had my little schedule of prayer and reading my Bible and then writing my blogs, going running, etc. And as I was praying and reading my Bible and talking to Jesus, I just heard Jesus say in my heart, Tamar is in front of us. The past is behind us. Today we rest. 
So today, find time so you can rest. I'd love to hear from you. I want to hear how your resting is going, how the scheduling rest. Is it even a new concept or do you normally do it? And if you normally do it, how do you do it? So just give me some feedback on this. You can leave your comments on my Facebook page or send me an email at cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, at cindy-stewart.com. And if you need some help, just learning how to schedule. On my website, there is a uh, time management schedule that you can practice a little bit. In fact, I did a blog on it a couple of weeks ago. So you can look on my website. But learn how you spend your time and learn how to make choices about your time that will bring health to your body, to your mind, and to your emotions. So you can live long and live a stress-free life and really schedule some rest in for you. So until next time, I so appreciate you listening. And remember, you are the best investment you can make. So invest in your rest today. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed today's episode, do us a favor before you go. I promise it will only take a very short time. Please head to iTunes and rate this podcast. This is huge for us in terms of improving our ranking and keeping the show visible so other people can discover it. So thank you ahead of time for helping us out. To find out more about Unleashing the Champion Within, go to our website, cindy-stewart.com. Our music today is by Alexander and the Grapes. Check out their latest release, Hyperself, on iTunes.